With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. I'm Ice Trey. God, Brady, I didn't know you liked this song that much. <laughs> what movie? Come on, what movie? What movie? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Friday, uh, Friday, Friday. I didn't uh, want. I didn't want y'all to get stuck. I don't want to lose any listeners I, because y'all y'all missed this one. Well, listen, I, I'm a Players Club <laughs> fan myself. Uh, oh, personally. oh, yeah, oh, listen, so, okay. you know, one, one of the most underrated comedies. I, can, I cannot be time. mad at you for liking Players Club. My By the friend. way, I don't even know if it's intended to be a comedy. But I don't know it, that it was a, either, but it, it was what, funny. What a cast. Bernie Mac is so oh, he's funny the best. in that. Oh, my God. God, I wish I could say it, but I can't. Uh, that fired. dollar bill? Yeah. <laughs> dollar bill, boy. Who, who the hell he talking to? <laughs> he talking to your ass. <laughs> I love Bernie Mac, man. Uh, all right, so um, it is Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up in uh, a little over 10 minutes from now, there are two ways to handle uh fights at training camp and practice and uh, you're going to hear from two coaches because they had completely opposite views on how this should be handled uh, we'll have that for you here 10 minutes from now on fsr um all right. gotta handle it like a man yeah well you know according to uh somebody in the afc west maybe not so much right. you know just uh mm-hmm. he, he, here's the uh i'm not trying to start any sort of uh, scandalous, uh, you know, uh, a betting allegation or anything like that. Mm. I'm just simply oh. going to point out some facts oh, here. Oh, okay, right. okay. 
Anybody want to tell me what the hell happened to Jalen Hurts last night and why he didn't play? Uh, oh, he had a stomach virus. Uh, he, he was all, all, sick. Yeah, all of a sudden got a stomach virus, like right before kickoff. Um, they sent him. It, they made they sure said that, it wasn't the we, vid. Yeah. They, they, Are we sure that's not bubble guts, though? Him just being a little nervous or something? Or no? I, I don't know. Yeah. But they, yeah, they were. I, they, I had they to were... take a Pepsi this morning. <laughs> that is stupid. It's just like. And let me tell you something. I was having radio, a, man. I was having a couple moments in the parking lot before I came in here. <laughs> I, I will not tell a lie you know some people go outside to smoke cigarettes i I was outside just you know yeah i was letting it ride i mean i had to hit the 7-eleven i was like why did i not take a pepsi when i got up (laughs) that food was a tad bit too spicy last night man that's 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 very gentlemanly of you though oh yeah like some people would bring that right right on in not even care and yeah. just walking with it too, like yeah. like everywhere yeah. you go, like oh yeah, where is that trail coming like it's, from? It's wrapped around you like a mummy, just a, a mummy of gas. We were yeah. driving. I was driving home yesterday. My kids was like, "What is that?" I was like, "That's a skunk. <laughs> Something <laughs> probably got hit." <laughs> My mom had sushi and left it in the car. Oh, I don't man. know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> if you all see one dead on the road, something is walking around smelling really bad. <laughs> so uh, it was the weed. <laughs> it was the weed. <laughs> <laughs> here's uh, here here's my point on this uh, on this Jalen Hurts thing. So Nick Sirianni comes out afterwards. Well, you know, we took him to the hospital as precaution. He didn't have COVID, but uh, he had a little bit of a stomach issue. It's like okay, but every report out there said he was out there pregame warmups. He was excited. He was jumping around, fired up, getting ready to go. And then and then, then the business happened in his pants. Yeah, and then it was over. Okay, but the night was over. All right, you, you they just, didn't have a change of pants for him. Right, listen, there, everybody <laughs> listening, everybody listening here has had that accident happen before. Nobody's gone to the hospital. Not one single person has had to go to the hospital. It just doesn't add up to me. And here's the part that also I I, I feel for. If you bet on that game last night, first of all, if you're betting on the NFL preseason, you got problems to begin with. Secondly, so why'd you bet, Jonas? Okay, well, I didn't bet on it, but <laughs> well, I, we don't know that. But we I, don't know that. I was I was on the air when the I saw something happen to the line. So we were on straight out of Vegas yesterday, and about an hour and a half before kickoff, the betting line was New England as a favorite. Within the next hour, Philadelphia jumped and became a one-and-a-half to two-point favorite, which is a significant line move on a preseason game. So we were talking about on the air, like, something must be up. There's got to be, is there a late scratch or whatever? Only to find out it was Jalen Hurts who got scratched for Philadelphia. Mm. So if you're one of those people that jumped on the Eagle betting bandwagon last night because you felt like, oh, man, I'm on to something. The line is moving. Only to have Jalen Hurts may or may not have crapped his pants before the game, and that's why he got pulled from the lineup. Uh, you got to be just absolutely distraught right now, Brady. Absolutely. Absolutely distraught, and I feel for you, Brady, because I know you bet on Philadelphia. <laughs> I did not trust me. I, I'm not betting on preseason football games. It just it doesn't add wh- up. So what did it open at? What did it close at? Okay, it opened with the Patriots, like a one and a half to two point favorite, something like that. Then about an hour before kickoff, they were still a slight favorite, and then 30 minutes before kickoff. The Eagles were a one and a half to two point favorite. That's a lot of line movement in sixty minutes, only to find out that the starting quarterback is out. and And I think they were finished from there. We we talked about the well, game. They were not. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't even make any sense. Why would it swing in the favor of Philly? If Hurts uh, isn't a point. part of the equation, it doesn't make any sense. That's a, so, but it, well, he, they thought Flacco was going to be the guy. No, we well, told them on up. the show no, yesterday yeah. that Flacco isn't the answer. Well, he, we he, talked about that on this very show. He was scratched after all the line move. 
so it's it's almost like somebody got bad info and jumped on it and said, oh, my God, you know, I'm on to something here. The Patriots are, are planning this or, or the Eagles have got this planned. And next thing you know, he gets a late scratch. I guarantee you there are people out there. And Nick Sirianni, <laughs> Nick Sirianni is going gonna, is gonna to have to answer some questions because there are going to be people from oh, the league what, because he's Italian? Is, no, that, that's, is that the connection no. you're trying to make? No, that is not, oh, that is not the case. Again. No, that is first, not the case. Cuomo, oh. now Sirianni. I, uh, how am I racist? I didn't make it. Wow. I cheered for Italy in the Wait. Euro Cup. Horrible, Jonas. <laughs> I cheered for Italy in the I know to pay Levar. attention to him now, Brady. What the hell is this? <laughs> hey, yep. you, you know how Jonas would have bet last night's game, okay? He would have he would have saw the movement, hopped on the bandwagon, yes. all yes. right, taking the Eagles. Yes. Taking the Eagles, yes. laid a point. Yes. And then he would have live 100%. bet that thing, even through the third quarter. Oh, 100%. Until he knew yeah. it was no going back. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah, he, that's yeah. how he bets. Yeah, wow. he, he, he yeah. never just says, okay, I should start hedging the other Listen, way. He would, it, he would never any, do that. Any guy, any guy listening, as we keep uh, in the theme of potty talk in the segment, any guy listening to this right now knows when you've really got to use go number one and you've been waiting a while and you've been on a long road trip, nobody just goes in there and does half and says, I'll get the other half later. No, no, no. It's all coming out. You were mm. getting all of it out. <laughs> and and if I'm betting on that last night, I'm going, no, 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 no. I'm not just going to bet the game on Philadelphia. I'm going to ride them all the way through. I'm just going riding. all the way out. Yeah. And I would have lost a significant amount of money. But I do believe that Nick Sirianni is going to have to answer questions from the NFL because they're going to say, hey, when did you know that Jalen Hurts was not going to be a part of this? And and if the NFL wants to partner up with gambling and all this stuff, and I yeah. mean this seriously. That's real. Like, like they are going to have to work with these companies to realize if you start to alienate a significant amount of your fan base that, that provides a bunch of incoming, a bunch of income going into the NFL for years to come and try to build these relationships, you got to be on the up and up. And it felt like Nick Sirianni wasn't on the up and up last night, wow. to be well, yeah, honest and you, and you said because he's Italian. That's a, not what I said. Up, that is, that that's is not what I heard, I, said. Well, I don't I thought, know what you heard. Well, I <laughs> thought my mic was off. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I'm telling you, if he'll do that to an Italian person, I'm watching him very closely for my own personal interest. You dig what I'm saying? If you dig what I mean, if you're picking up hold, what I'm hold putting on down. Now. He does bring up a good point. And because, Laval, we, we've talked a lot about the Texan situation and, and like the NFL not – I'm not saying they need to interject, but if he's on the exempt list, the, the Texans know what the deal is, Deshaun knows what the deal is, and any team looking to trade for him knows what the deal is. True. So, so I, I kind of look at this and, and think to myself, like that's another scenario where – if if I'm a gambling outfit and or I'm a partner because there are you know now partners yes. especially with some of these teams and those major those markets, maybe the biggest partners these yes. days like they, they yes. need clarity like they need yes. clarity with these situations especially when it's in the NFL's control so Jonas I, I think you're onto something aside from the Italian thing I think you're onto yeah, okay something. that's just a, a reckless accusation <laughs> he here is on trying the air. to put you on the list bro okay. <laughs> you're not going to be able to go into certain places I, okay, after this segment a, a couple like a, casino okay Yikes. so a couple years ago Joe Pesci a, a couple <laughs> A couple of years ago, the Dolphins got got in. Not in some. There was an investigation that was done because Ryan Tannehill was a full participant in practice uh, leading up to a game, and then two days later, he was ruled out for the week, and there was no update to his injury designation. And so the NFL talked to the Dolphins and said, "Hey." 
You like what is going on here? How does he go from full participant, no injury reported, to next thing you know, he's out because it, and there's been other examples. Todd Gurley, we never got clarity on Todd Gurley's knee. Like we never got a, a true clarity on that. We still don't have any. Yeah, and and it's the part of the reason why Belichick put uh, Tom Brady on the injury report for years with the shoulder issue is because they didn't report an injury and the Patriots got a talking to, and that was then. Nowadays, you got to be totally transparent, and I don't think that they were last night. And, and people are going to dismiss it like, oh, well, it's just a preseason game. Dude, people bet on these preseason games. You want to know how I know? The line moved two points in an hour. Like, th- right. it's a significant amount of movement, and there's some people that are going to be pissed off. Hmm. Like you, you, man. you sound upset. Man. Uh, listen, I, I didn't have money on the game. <laughs> I mean, maybe you didn't have money hey, on the game, but you sound very upset. Just, like this, uh, this could this could impact you in the future. I'm so now saying. this needs to be addressed now before you are the recipient of being upset from something like this taking place. I mean, did, you're listen. being proactive instead of reactive. Okay, right now. a couple, a few years ago, remember when Tony Romo got in trouble because he had some fantasy football convention Tried he wanted to, to put on? Yeah, yeah. And, and the NFL said, no, 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 that's because gambling was so taboo. And then all of a sudden. Much like the weed mm. and much like booze <laughs> and prohibition, when people it realize- It became more acceptable. Yeah, because you can make money off it, right? Yeah, And, and the NFL knows it can make like money off- a whole off, lot. Yeah, it knows it can make money <laughs> I mean, off I mean, I've heard. I've watched movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, that is the report. But yeah. the NFL knows it can make money off gambling. If you're, if you're going to partner with them, you got to be on the up and up. And, and there's going to be situations, and there already have been, where, where people have not been on the up and up about, about players being made available and when they're- supposed to announce the and make these decisions and the fact that he was pulled that soon before kickoff screwed a lot of people over a lot mm. of people got jobbed got the yeah. shaft well i, I yeah. know you're concerned about that damn right I, i'm more concerned about we talked about the patriots like previewing that that matchup last night did anything cam newton or mac jones did did that change your perspective on what you think is going to happen once they get into the regular season? No, it just solidified it. Mac Jones has yeah. got zero chance of being the starting quarterback in New England. Like, he's mean, got zero but, chance. But I like the way he played. He played. He balled, man. Yeah. I like. I mean, if you're New England, you got to feel good. Your line blocked. Per- I mean, here's the thing, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jalen Hurts was dancing, dancing around. Pl- yeah, what do you mean? You know, that, the- that doesn't look like a guy who crapped his weird. pants. I can tell you that right now. That was weird. Um, listen. I thought that Mac Jones, if anything, showed that he is legit in terms of being one of the first guys, one of the only guys. I think he's like the only dude that that it's been taken in the first round by Bill Belichick in a draft. I mean, I don't know. We could check the the record on that, but – listen, but Cam, you got to give props where props are due. It's it's a preseason game. It's still preseason, but you what you don't want to do – is look like what Philly looked like, right? Yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't want to look horribly bad. You you don't have to look good. That was really bad, man. You, you don't, <laughs> you you don't have to look it's great really or phenomenal in preseason. You just don't have to look horrible, and that's the thing. Like, don't look horrible, and and they didn't look horrible. So, I, listen, you got to be feeling good. Their line block well. They had a, a running attack that was that was present. They were physical. They they seemed to be really executing well, Brady. I, I mean, when I saw it, it just looked like this was vintage, vintage New England Patriot offense style of offense. You mixed some good crossing routes. You you had some some nice you know reads to the outside with your runs. Some were downhill in between the tackles. 
I thought it was really nice yeah. to, to me. I thought the balance was there. I thought it was good. And both quarterbacks looked to be very confident in what it were, was that they were doing. Yeah. Now, the only thing I don't know is how – you know, Philly approached this game versus how New England did it. And obviously, Hurts not being a part of it, maybe that played an impact. But, you know, we talked a little bit yesterday, too, about you know, we only got three preseason games now. We don't have four. If there was a game that was going to be the dress rehearsal, it was two. I think last night was it. Yeah. And, and it looked and, like it. And, and I remember being with Josh in Denver back in 2010 and how he prepared that week going into that third preseason game. Like, it was – once we got in the regular season, I was like, oh, yeah, th- this is legit. This is what he's looking for. This is what he wants. And I'm not saying he, he pulled out his best stuff, but there's definitely some more game planning. You could definitely – you could tell that, you know, Philly wasn't necessarily trying to do everything they could do offensively. Uh, not that they had, you know, again, their starting quarterback, but still, even with the backups in – you're like, all right, maybe this looks a little bit different if they're playing in the course of the regular season. New England was just dicing them up. They were kind of like, hey, this is working, this is working, we're going to call this, we're going to call this. Because in my opinion, I think Josh is one of the better play callers, uh, designer of plays, if you will, and he can figure out how to get to whatever he wants from whatever personnel grouping, from all that pre-step, you know, motion shifts and all that stuff. And, and they didn't do a ton of that last night, but they could, they could show a little bit of what they're going to do in the regular season and not give away too much because I think how creative McDaniels is. So that was on display a little bit too, is just the difference in preparation and I think how the Patriots handled that versus how Philly handled that. Do you think if Denver didn't go the way that it did for Josh McDaniels, he would get more love as being a great play caller like a Kyle Shanahan or a Sean you know McVay? You know what's crazy is his – so. Obviously, the first year he got there, they start off 6-0. and They're like the hottest team in the NFL in 2009. And then they finished 2-8. and eight. And what happened over that second half is it was the oddest thing. You know, some of the local media picked up on him on the sidelines. He's a fiery guy, right? Like, he's from the Bill Belichick tree. He's an Ohio guy. He's got a, he's got a little, you know, Irish anger to him and all that. Wow. He'd be That's exploding racist. on the sideline. Come on, well, where I'm was Irish. that? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Where are we at on the board, <laughs> yeah. man? Come on. Cause Did you not hear Brady cause, just cause throw Brady, that out there, Brady's man? Irish, the Irish, yeah, he, the oh, Irish I, I can't Brady. say that. I can't yeah. say that against oh, my people. Oh, my gosh, man. I can't believe he did that, Brady. I got Irish people in my family, how they, Unbelievable. We, we tend to be quick triggered, right? We tend to be <laughs> very quickly Unbelievable. Yeah. Self hate. fair point. That was self hate. So he was using <laughs> some foul language, and that sideline's relatively close. Media <laughs> fans, people got a little bit of it. And when people got to irritated, go wrong, they got irritated yeah, with him. Well, like, who is this dude? They got irritated. They got like. It was it was almost as if like no 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 that's not what we want out of our head coach like our head coach doesn't talk like that doesn't act like that they literally started to like build up this anger against him and I don't know if it was so much to how the media took him because again I didn't think it was fair Brady I, I'm I, like the way he he was handled I thought it was like well, they were very premature and how how that was and he was really forced out because of public opinion if you ask me. Well, that was part of it, but then the other thing was we we did get caught in London uh, filming the San Francisco 49ers practice. There was like a Spygate oh, 2 scenario going on. Right. So I think oh, wow. that may have added to it a little bit too. Well, everybody people tend can't to gloss execute, over that. Some yeah. people can't 
execute no. as high a level of doing things as the way as it, you know, it happens in it's New England. It's a big difference yeah. between London and uh, Lodo, you know what I mean? Lower yeah. downtown in Denver and maybe oh, – well uh, yeah, well uh, Larimer, you know, Market that, Street. You've been there yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just, you know, what is Sweet it? Sweet 200. Shout that, out to all my folks at Sweet 200. Street. Was I've never hung out. Street? I've never uh, done it. Yeah. Never is done it. You would love it, LaVar. Oh, okay. Let's go. You would love Why don't you ask Brady about Tracy Morgan's stay in Denver one time? Oh, man. He left a present in that in that bed, man. Speaking of uh, speaking of Jalen Hurts, uh, all right, uh, it is uh, Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. The things you discover on this show. And speaking of which, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. <laughs> Happy Friday <laughs> to everybody. Hey, it's a football Friday, by Damn the way, right man. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Shouts out to all the high school teams going into war tonight, man. Oh, man. Good luck to you all. Yeah. Stay so- safe and have a great time out there. You've earned it. Yeah. Friday night lights, baby. Yeah, That's where it all starts. It. Yeah, Just man. smell the popcorn and the and the cheap mm. burgers they cook on the grill. And nachos. And, and, oh, man. And so hot good. dogs. And, so good. Yeah. Uh, or pennies in, in, in the uh, pennies in the cartons. You ever hear about that? Oh, yeah. They, they the shake them, yeah, to make some noise. Shake them in yeah. the Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brady, you didn't play high school football. You don't get it, man. <laughs> you, you, you never played the game, man. You don't know what that world's like. Dude, I, I missed it. I was back in Ohio this past week. You could tell, man, like Ohio takes their football seriously now. LeVar knows. PA, are, you guys, are you guys originally from Ohio, Brady? Yeah. Let me tell you something. When you when you disclosed your dad's name yesterday, and I, I was like, oh, Dude, Tyrone, you I mean, have, known as Chopper. Let me yeah. let me tell you something. You have no choice but to be one bad mother effer <laughs> when your name is Tyrone, yeah. bro. I mean, he was a Marine in Vietnam, so yeah. Real yeah, talk, but, bro. When you yeah. said that, I was like, man, let me check this. Like. Like, my dad's name is Tyrone. I was like, let me check this. I went to your wiki page. I was like, his dad's name is Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. I said, he's got – that's – I knew I had the clarity on why you're such a tough dude, bro. If your dad's name is like, – like, for instance, I'll give you a great example. If your name is Mike, you got to be tough. Yeah. Because it's so common. But it's like Mike, like Michael. Well, like a, it's I, tough. But would, Tyrone. See, I I would like to dispute that because my brother's name is Tyrone, and what the hell happened to me? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a yeah. very valid point. I, I'm, you I'm, totally debunked I'm, my, well, my see, discussion. But, but I'm, yeah, I'm the one percent of the hundred. Of you know, argument, I really yeah. and because I, I really wanted to defend you. Yeah, and I couldn't. He can't. Hey Brady, I looked. I looked I him listened. in his eyes. I looked Jonas in his eyes. I'm like, I have no. I have no. I have no response for you. That is a good point, sir. You <laughs> are soft. That hey, is let a me, good point. Let me stop there. <laughs> so, you know, listen, you but, have a barbed wire on but, your arm. You know, it's a thorn band. Uh, Technicality. <laughs> what is a thorn Why band? Why is a thorn band making it any better? I don't know, man. Listen, I have no idea. Talk to you know Jimmy's tattoo in Port Wyneme. Right next to Noxnard, uh, where they have a uh, Cowboys training camp. Oh, right? You talked funny. to him. It was his idea. You had a wild night that day. I, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's been, been a mistake ever since. All right. It is Outkick the Coverage here. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, though, uh, there are a couple of ways you can handle a training camp fight, and these coaches completely in the opposite direction. We'll have that for you here. Tyrone would lose. <laughs> this, this is Outkick the Coverage.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have Animal Thunderdome coming up later on in the hour. So if uh, if you are into uh, Animal Thunderdome and some of the grotesque Fitting. stories you from know, around that world. Camp fights. Uh, Dan- we got the Animal Thunderdome. Yeah, Danny yeah. G's got nothing but bad news for you. That'll be happening here later on in the hour here on FSR. Right now, though, uh, he is from MMQB. He is senior NFL reporter. Uh, he's been covering the league for a long time. Always kind oh, enough wow. to join us every single week here. It is Albert Breer. Senior. It- and he has been traveling the country going from training camp to training camp. I don't even need to leave the house. I just follow him on Twitter, and he takes me all throughout the country. Do you uh, have to be a certain age to be the senior person? No, it means you get paid more. Tell oh, him. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. I get it. Yeah, see, title. See, Brady, Brady, Brady's on it. I'm okay. happy to talk some Animal Thunderdome with you guys, too. If you want. <laughs> uh, Albert, I got to know, because you were at uh, Jags training camp earlier this week, and you've been traveling around going from, from team to team, and I, I don't know if you were there for the Tebow stuff. I don't even want to spend any time on that. Just the Urban Meyer experience at the NFL level, you being an Ohio State alum, you know Urban Meyer well. How do you think it's translating to the practice field from what you've seen? I, I, there's no question there's a, um, a college feel to it and that it's very efficient. You see them trying to maximize the amount of reps they're trying to get out there. Um, they, had a, they had a period, I, I can't, I, it was called The Difference was the name of the period. And like every single player is getting reps all at once. And in that way, it felt like college because I know that college coaches do these sorts of things because they've got less time. They've got more restraints of their time. And you're seeing some of those time restraints now come into the NFL. So I think Urban's smart to take some of that stuff from the college game to the NFL game. And, you know, I, I, I know this, having talked to him after the practice, um, you know, he thinks a lot of that stuff's going to translate. The one thing that he definitely has working for him here. Um, it's a little bit different than I'd say when Chip Kelly got to the Eagles or when Jim Harbaugh got to the um, got to the Niners, and maybe a little bit more like when Pete Carroll got to the Seahawks. And then that team is very, very young. And so being as young as they are, I think it's easier for him to program build because those guys have less of an idea of what it's supposed to be at the NFL level. So if he's going to do some things that he's taking with him, from Utah, Florida, Ohio State, I think the players are going to be a little bit more accepting of it because it's a younger group. All right, so you you had an opportunity to look at the Ravens. I think they're uh, an intriguing team for this year because they're kind of at that point of where you want to see them take the next steps out, but you're not sure if they can take the next steps. What what? was your takeaways when you were able to see them up close? Do you think this is a year that they take a step forward? Do they stay the same, which I don't know how that happens, or do they slide back a little bit? Well, there are two things that stuck out, um, LeVar, and I'll be honest. Like One of the things that um, it was a little hard to get a read on the offense overall just because 
they are really banged up at receiver right now. A bunch of soft tissue injuries with their receivers. So a lot of those guys weren't out there. And they were giving, I think, a couple of their offensive linemen a day. Um, their starting tackles weren't out there. So I think it was hard to get a read on the offense overall. That said, you know, having talked to some of the guys, um, two things really stand out. They think the defense is going to be really, really good. Um, you know, between, you know, what they have in the secondary with guys like Marlon Humphrey and, and Marcus Peters and, and the safeties have, have shown really well to Sean Elliott and Chuck Clark. Um, they feel like the front is going to be excellent. Um, and, uh, you know, Brady having covered the Big Ten last year, Adafi Owe yeah. from Penn State. I mean, they yeah, think he's go, going Lamar. to be a – Here we go. They think he's going to be a superstar. Nice. And so, like, I think is the one thing that you take away. and You say they feel like they've got, this has got a chance to be, like, a vintage version of the Ravens defense. They're always good, but they've got those upticks, and they think that this is one of those years where they're going to get that uptick, right? And then I think with Lamar, it's an interesting, like, very specific thing that uh, the coaches are saying now. He's throwing a tighter spiral. And, you know, I, 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 it's not that he wasn't capable of that before. It's that his ball would flutter at times, and it was a little inconsistent. And they've really tightened up his fundamentals, and they've tightened up, um, you know, some of the mechanical stuff. And he's throwing a tighter spiral more consistently and it's something guys that even just talking to the the Panthers people you know they were in joint practice with the Panthers the last couple days the Panthers people noticed it so it's going to be interesting to see what Lamar looks like out there when you give him his full complement of weapons which again those guys weren't out there when I was out there Hmm. Albert uh, you just mentioned you're at the Panthers camp how'd Sam Darnold look uh, with this new team we were talking about a, a day or two ago just how, what exactly does Zach Wilson bring that Sam Darnold didn't outside of you know, the financial commitment that the Jets would have had to make sooner to him? But how is Darnold looking his new digs down there in Carolina? Well, I, I think one thing that's going to happen, help a lot is going to be the guy who's sitting next to him because Christian McCaffrey looks like he's all the way back. And so like that, I think, is the number one thing is that they're not going to be asking the world of him. And because the Jets were in a – I would say, to put it nicely, a difficult spot from a personnel standpoint on offense when Sam was there. He had to carry the offense, and the Panthers aren't going to ask him to do that. So that's the first thing. The other thing that's sort of interesting that I picked up, and, and I, I, I want people to take this the right way, like the Panthers, Panthers have had people who've talked to Adam Gase about what went wrong with Sam Darnold. Now, you know, some people might say, well, why would you talk to Gase about it? Well, Adam knows exactly what went wrong, you know, and so I think it's sort of been helpful for the Panthers people to talk to Adam, and Adam has been very, very, I think, honest with them about where he messed up, where some of the things maybe didn't go quite right, and so I think the Panthers feel like because they've been, you know, like sort of taking a really hard look at what went wrong with the Jets, not just from a personnel standpoint, but with him personally, um, they've been able to do some things to make Sam more comfortable. Like, don't give him long play calls. Like, get him playing fast. And as a result, what they've seen in camp, and we'll see if it translates to the games, is that he's seeing things faster now than he did before. So, and I'm talking about back in OTAs. Like, it's, it's come along that fast. So, 
they've seen some positive things, and I think using Adam Gase as a resource has actually helped the Panthers in a certain way. Uh, he's Albert Breer of the MMQB, senior NFL reporter, joining us here on Outkick, the coverage here at Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. Um, the Titans. I don't know what the hell to make of the Titans because I, I keep thinking, oh, well, you know, the Indianapolis Colts are, you know, are, are the team to beat. We all know that, that Houston's got no shot and Jacksonville's sort of rebuilding and trying to change the culture. The Titans at Julio Jones, you got to see them up close and personal. I don't know how much of Julio you got to watch, but how impressive could this offense be this upcoming season? I mean, the offense isn't going to be a problem. The offense is going to be fine. Um, I picked up an interesting number when I was there. Which I, like it's kind of like an obscure thing, but I thought it, I, I was I thought it was fascinating. Like I didn't know this, but I, I guess before last year, no team that had like a worse than fifty percent um, third down conversion rate on defense had ever made the playoffs before, and the Titans did it last year. Wow. Like they were worse than fifty percent. <laughs> I think they were fifty-two percent on third down. So it like sort of tells you how they've used their offense to like mask some of the problems on defense and how much work they had to do on defense. And so I think like the, with the Titans, it really sort of comes down to some really simple stuff, which is can they cover and where's the pass rush? Um, that's how they're going to be better against you know the pass and how they're going to be better on third down. And so um, you know I, you simplify things I think with them where all of our attention was on Julio and, and you know what, where the offense could go with all this and where Ryan Tannehill is going into year three there and all that stuff. And that stuff's important, you know, but I, I think like there's a feeling there that the offense is going to be fine, you know, regardless of who they added, whatever, like the offense is in a good place, especially with Taylor Lewan coming back at left tackle. It's really going to come down to the work they did in trying to bolster the pass rush and bringing in Bud Dupree and then almost completely turning over the corner position um, and bringing in guys like Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech, um, like Janoris Jenkins, um, and then getting Christian Fulton, who looks like a different player going into year two. So I, I think really with the Titans, it's going to come down to just a couple things, which is, is that edge position correct where it needs to be and is the corner position where it needs to be? If it is, then they're a really well-rounded team, and I think they're dangerous in the AFC. If it isn't, I don't think they're a whole lot better than they were last year. Uh, my, my last question for you would be, watching Cam last night, there are a lot of things that you could take away from the game, and, and you don't have to put too much weight on the performance in general because obviously it's preseason. But one thing you can say definitively is, he moved well. He looked good yeah. in terms of his movement. He stepped up in the pocket well. He looked crisp. He looked he like healthy. He looked like actually uh, Cam Newton last night. Can you expand on that? Like, what was the feeling of that um, in covering yeah. that? I mean, I, Lavar, I, like I, I think and Brady would be more qualified to talk about this than me. But I just thought the pocket movement in general, and I'm not talking about running. Um, I think the pocket movement in general was so much better. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what Josh did with him over the last week. But, I mean, this week to last, last week to this week, you know, what he looked like in camp to what he looked like in the game last night, it just looked different and definitely different than last year. Because the problem last year wasn't that he couldn't run as much. It was that he wasn't moving in the pocket. He'd stand there and get hit. And so I think that's a really encouraging sign. Um, now, like to me, like a big part of this is going to be what is he as a runner, um, and I think that's what other teams are watching too. 
And it's interesting because nobody's played that position that way for that long, I think, ever. Like, like, I can't think of another quarterback that's lasted as long as he's lasted playing the way that he plays. And I, you know, I think there's a real question that's lingering out there across the NFL about the sort of effect that's had on him. In fact, like, you know, somebody put it a good way to me, said with older running backs, what happens is they go from getting tackled to getting hit. And when they go from getting tackled to getting hit because they've lost a step, it's over for them. And I know some people feel like that's what's happened with Cam, which is why he's maybe a little bit more hesitant to run than he used to be. And if he can't run the way he used to run, can he be what he used to be? And what is he as an NFL player? So I, I was very encouraged by what I saw in the pocket last night. I still think a lot of this is going to come down to what he can be still as a runner, as a run threat, and we're not going to get that from a preseason game because the Patriots aren't going to run him you know, 8, 10, 12 times in a preseason setting. He is Albert Breer from the MMQB Senior NFL Reporter. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. He is traveling the country from training camp to training camp. Albert, we always appreciate it, man, and uh, well, let's do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Okay. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Right now, it is time for this. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I have a bone constrictor stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, and here we go. Danny G, what have we got this week? Yeah, let's start with a story that's been tweeted into us dozens and dozens of times all week long. Everybody's been talking about this West Valley City, Utah trainer. She was at West Valley Scales and Trails there in Utah and had to be taken to the hospital after an alligator bit her and pulled her into an enclosure and then rolled bystanders were credited with pulling the woman from the enclosure and securing the alligator. Officials from the reptile and bird company said that the gator trainer was treated by emergency medical technicians at the scene and taken to the hospital for treatment. This happened as the woman was showing the reptile to a group of adults and children this past weekend. And as she opened the door, you guys have seen this video, the alligator lunges forward. She pushes it back into the enclosure and it snaps its mouth down with her hand caught in its grip. She tries to free herself, stepping into the enclosure to try to get leverage. And that's when the gator pulled her in and began to roll. You could see two guys jump into action in this video, both dads that were there. This uh, video shows this guy, Donnie Wiseman, get into the water with the trainer and the alligator. What a G. 
She she was able to direct both guys. She was really calm during all this. She directed both guys on how to handle the situation. They were eventually able to free her from the alligator's bite. The second guy, Todd Christopher, pulled the woman to safety while Wiseman remained in the enclosure securing the alligator. The trainer was able to instruct him on how to get out. Hey, bro, he choked that alligator out. Yeah. Yeah. He was choking it out. She instructed him. Crocodile Dundee. Hey, Hey, Brady. Yeah, he put that lockdown on that that gator's <laughs> well, neck. Here, here, here's what I think was the the most impressive part about this video, is when he jumped in to help out. I don't think he knew he was going to be in there by himself though. At the end of it, yes, holding the uh, yes. Like, he never yeah. thought about that part of it. He was like, "I'll oh, be yes. the hero," but then he's like, "Oh wait, now I'm stuck having to hold on at this chokehold on this gator by myself in this thing. How am I getting out?" Oh man. I mean, if a, if a gator grabs onto you. Aren't you taking an eye? I'm taking an eye. Like I'm, I'm coming out of there with an eye. He might get a limb. I'm taking an eye. I gotta be honest. I, I think about eyes. Yeah, I do think yeah, about 100%. eye gouging. Yeah, like because they'll let go. Yeah, I would just, assume they would let that, go. That feels like the sensitive spot for anybody. But I always say, human. but I always say this: you can always talk about what your plan of attack would be until it really happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You know, because right. when you're in the heat of the moment, and and that's a, like this is an alligator. I thought it was. I thought it was real g'd up too that he he started yeah. choking yeah. the alligator out. I'm but. not buying it. I think it was all a stunt. Oh. I'm not buying it for a minute. I tell you what, yeah. I, I'm sure he was getting all kinds of phone numbers if he was a single man, <laughs> and maybe even if he was a married. Man, I'm sure all kinds of people were all into him after that. That's a thing. No, no, yeah. that, that's a turn on. There yeah. are there are people out there really turned on by wrestling alligators. Oh yeah, yeah. A, I swear. Shockingly, I think there's a lot of that in Florida. A hero, though. Yeah, you yeah. know, a hero that saved a woman. By the way, Not, it wasn't another dude. Which he would have still been a hero, but it's that much more <laughs> of a hero when you save a lady. Brady's thought on that is right on because off the air in the studio a few days ago when we were watching this for the first time. I told Coop, I'm like, we'd like to think that our first reaction would be to jump in and help. But then at the end, when you're just on the gator's back and you're in there by yourself. Like, what am I doing? That's when the dude was like, uh-oh. Like, what, is- did, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah, what, what am I going to do Like, now? the smell, uh, like, you ever smell an enclosure? Like, oh, it smells yeah. like a wild place. Yeah. Like, what? I'm in water. Like, I can't just run away. It's not like we're on ground. I am e- in water. Yeah, easy answer. Nine, I'm in his place. Yeah, easy answer. A nine millimeter. Carry that in your pocket. <laughs> you know what my concern? is oh, well. PETA coming yeah. out and being like, oh, he abused the <laughs> he abused the alligator in some way. Has that not already happened? They better yeah. not. Yeah. I'm sure they and, and, oh, that's By the way, two news Utah's <laughs> reporting that the woman did suffer injuries to her hand, obviously, but otherwise she is expected to recover. Well, that's yeah. good. And let's yeah. move to Australia. Helena Alati was browsing the spice aisle at a supermarket there when she came face to face with a huge snake. <laughs> Sent everyone on the show a picture of this. I will tweet it out at Danny G Radio. The head of a 10-foot diamond python (laughs) emerged through a space in the shelf above the spice jars in a Woolworths there. She says, I was in the spice aisle just looking for something to put on my chicken that night. So I didn't initially see it because it was curled up way behind the little jars of spices. She says, I kind of turned to my right and then it poked its head out. 
thankfully, Alati has a background in snakes. She uh, she's a trained snake catcher there in Australia. The, the irony. So is Lavar. What, what a coincidence. <laughs> so <laughs> you're so stupid. Woolworths confirmed. I don't know why. You're I so stupid. I know. Woolworths confirmed in a statement that a slippery and rare customer was spotted in the spice mm. aisle at its store. Here's the best part. Alati sure told- wasn't a black mamba. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Alati told the store members, she said, I'm going to go home really quick and get my snake catching bag. Wait, so, she left to yes, go get I'm a... a I'm going to take this snake what? on home. So then she came back, <laughs> only in Australia. She so came, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to take this snake home. <laughs> no, she came back with her snake catching gear. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Danny's taking this way too seriously right now. I, I think he's missing LeVar's whole point. <laughs> LeVar's off the rails. And Peter like this. She then released it into the nearby woodlands. Okay. So she said, forget it. So she said, forget about everybody else who might come uh, face to face with the snake. You're coming home. I'm taking you home. Everybody stay here. You figure it out until I get my bag. Let me go away. This is in Australia, right? Like, does it ever, like, like three or four in every five people have, like, their trained snake catching license or something? Uh I I feel like that's one of those countries where it's like that. (laughs) She just happened to be a snake trainer. Yeah. Australia is a wild place. Danny, of all the, all the Animal Thunderdome stories, the craziest ones are Australia, correct? Oh, yeah. I'm, like yeah. The, some, the size of some of those spiders that people see in their houses, like the size of Buicks, and they're just hanging out in their house. Like bird, you what about those bird-eating spiders in Venezuela? They eat entire birds. Way to go to a different species, Jonas. I'm just saying, man. Way to get away. You're staying away from those anacondas. It was. He wants no part of that. Listen, Thunderdome. Keep snakes away from Lamar, everybody. It's. This this is Outkick the coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to have the scraps, some things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. Uh, before we get to this uh, developing story in the world of college football, I did want to uh, just uh, uh, bring this up because I know we were uh, talking about it uh, before the show, the injury to Carl Lawson um, with the uh, New York Jets. That's a bad That's loss. That's a big that loss. Team. Yes, it is. Because that, that was the guy, Brady, they, they, that was their big pickup in free agency that was going to be one of their stalwarts on defense to try and help you know get them back on track and then to lose him you know, a yeah. couple of weeks before the season. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy. Yeah, you know, and he's really gone from being a, a situational pass rusher to a guy who I think the Jets were relying on you know, being there for every down, having a huge impact on a group that, that struggled to get after opposing passers you know, last year. A, a lot of what last year was for them was they had to bring pressure in order to get pressure. And, and obviously we don't have to go through Greg Williams and all that and how it worked out, but um, th- that was one of their biggest issues. So this is a huge loss for them, a, a big free agent signing. Uh, feel bad for him too, obviously – you know, he's, you know, LeVar, you can speak to this. I mean, that, that position, your explosion off the ball is everything. And I feel like that injury could greatly impact what his career looks like moving forward. I retired. I, <laughs> when I blew mine, I retired. Uh, it, it It is a painful injury. 
it is a hard injury to to recover from. Some guys, some guys are able to do it though. Some guys, for for one reason or another, they're able to to overcome certain injuries. The Achilles rupture is is that's you got to be on some real grown person type ish to to be able to to come back from that. Like when uh, Kobe Bryant tore his and then still shot that free throw. I mean, I mean, but was his? I don't know that he was fully ruptured because I, I'm I gonna be honest. Was. I I can't, I can't I can't believe it. I can't. I would not be able to believe that a fully ruptured Achilles you could get up and walk. Like when I well, blew mine out, I, I could not walk. Like it was like it. It was one of the worst feelings. And listen, I hadn't had major injuries. I had like uh, meniscus injuries, like tears and splits. But when I when I blew that that tendon, when I went to get back up, first of all, it felt like I got hit by a car, like the, just the back of my leg, though. And and then when I tried to get up, I can remember it well. I was with the Giants and we were playing against Dallas in in the old stadium, in Texas Stadium. And when it happened, I thought somebody had hit me from like a cheap shot from behind. Me and uh, Jason Witten were locked up. And and it wasn't even like a real struggle. We were just there. And then I felt like somebody hit me from behind. I wasn't even moving at the time. And I could not get up and I could not walk. Like when I could get up, when I went went to get up to walk, it was no there was no way I could put anything on my foot. Like no pressure, no anything. I couldn't I couldn't really feel it. You know what I mean? So if he fully ruptured it and was able to to go still, I thought he had partially ruptured it. But I feel like that's one of those type of injuries. It's like letting the air out of a tire, and right. it's like how do you get the air back into that mm-hmm. tire? How does that tire actually perform at the same? Because you don't in life you don't get to change the tire. You got to try to replace, uh, re- fix it, maybe replace like the inside tube of it or something. I mean, so uh, it was it for me though. You just ruined Brady's Friday. Sorry about uh, Brady. Sorry. He was I'm trying sorry. to feel good, better about his injury, and now you just made him feel worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, what I was gonna say is, th- th- my wife tore hers, and the only reason it wasn't as painful is because they shot her up with Tordal when she was mm. in Tokyo, Japan for World Championships in gymnastics. So when she popped hers. It didn't hurt at the time. She was surprised. Everyone heard the snap. Oh, and yeah. so they ran over to her and they, you know, they told her to lay down. They did the Thompson test and all that uh, where they checked for it. And it wasn't until later on when the Tordal wore off Oof. where she was in excruciating oh, pain. Oh, bad. Yeah. It's yeah. Bad. So, so that, that, you know, I don't know if Kobe was taking something back then. That, that could have been a potential uh, deal, too, for him if he was taking some stuff before the game to help numb some of that pain. Well, I mean, come on. Mine went right into my calf muscle, too. They had to pull that bad boy out of my calf. Did your calf look bigger? No. I mean, because if that's it, the it case. Did, it, did no, it did nothing to help uh, the, the non-impressiveness of, of my, oh, my calf, well, the, the lack thereof. Here, um, so, I mean, because, you know, Brady Quinn can relate to this. I mean, you're dealing with a little bit of an Achilles situation. Yeah, it's only partial, though. It's not It's not too bad. I can't complain that much. No. So, yeah. No, no. You're and, dealing with it right and, now, Brady. Any tips, oh, yeah. Lavar? Come yeah. walking through this, Lavar. Don't give him the There are stories. no tips. I mean, yes. there are no tips. You just got to if, – if you haven't fully torn it, you just got to be careful, man, because it could yeah. go at any time. Like, it's just one of those injuries. You, you can – 
you know, buy time with it. Like you can't go out and play basketball or try to go, you know, do some, you know, certain type of like you know exercise. You know who you're talking stuff. to, right? This guy's a meathead. All right. Like he's going to get out there and he's going to do something like that. It's just going to happen. I mean, well, if, if, pro- if, probably after that cigar and, and, a, and, a, and a few, <laughs> few drinks, uh, that's when something stupid would most likely be, be happening. Uh, All I know is we need to clip this part of the segment and put it in the archive file because if you happen to do some wild s, and and you come back and you say, guess what, guys? <laughs> I tore this bad boy. Like I just want us to have this segment. I I want to go on record in saying. Don't do anything over strenuous to that Achilles because you can't hit. It doesn't. It doesn't heal. A tear is a tear, right? Yeah, so right. it's like you don't heal it. You just got to deal with it. All right, it's you don't a, want to feel that, bro. Coming up in twelve minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have the scraps some things in the world of sports uh, and beyond and beyond that we have not had a chance to get to. Uh, that'll be happening here twelve minutes from now here on Outkick the coverage. Uh, this from Nicole Auerbach, who covers college football for the Athletic. The Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC are expected to make a formal announcement about their alignment soon, perhaps as early as next week. Um, she goes goes on to say, and this has been a discussion uh, as to whether or not this was going to happen because this was going to be their counterpunch to, you know, the uh, the SEC getting Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, but she goes on to say, and I thought this was interesting, that uh, outside of just the scheduling between these conferences, there is hope within all three leagues that their commissioners will align to delay the implementation of an expanded college football playoff. So... There's the uh, there's the counter to what uh, Brady the uh, SEC did by getting uh, Oklahoma and Texas knew well, something was going to happen. Yeah, and and this this is all in an effort to I, I think for the ACC, uh, Big Ten, and Pac-12, the, the remaining bigger conferences in the Power Five, to try to solidify their foothold if there is an expansion of the playoff. Which I think before the news of OU Texas joining the SEC, everyone was on board. Everything was you know, heading in that direction. But then once ESPN SEC kind of pulled this move, then it made all these the other Power Five conferences that essentially are, are, were left that really have power and have a say pump the brakes. And, and then it really soured the taste of wanting to expand to that 12-team playoff that's been proposed. So it's a smart move by those three conferences because I think they all know – that that's where the money's at, is expanding the playoff is where you can generate more and more money, whether it's 12 teams and if it gets any bigger from there, they understand that they're going to then have a piece of that uh, in comparison or versus the SEC, where if the SEC continue just to get bigger and bigger and bigger by swallowing up some of the bigger brands like OU Texas and then looking to pluck off all these other big schools like Rupert, for, for example, Clemson, Florida State, Ohio State, who they were trying to target. If the, if the Big Ten ACC and Pac-12 can stop that, maintain their foothold with the bigger brands that they have, they will have a seat at the negotiation table with the SEC. Because right now, outside of Alabama, I think you'd maybe say Georgia. Uh, LSU has won recently, although I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with them this year. Yeah. OU Texas, maybe Florida. How many other brands of the SEC are you really buying into? All are right. going to be overly competitive, uh, at least in the near future. I mean, hello. Uh, are you forgetting about the Cox? South Carolina? 
I mean, uh, mm-hmm. they, they are yeah, back. I, I actually Quinn. never think about uh, think about the I guys. Mean, come on, they, so, they are they yeah. are back. They are back, uh, and and you uh, put some respect on their name. And and uh, I'm calling it right now. They're going to win uh, the Palmetto Bowl against. You uh, think Clemson. about them often, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, this is the team I used to cover. Like, yeah, of course, I, I want them to do well. Will they do well? Probably not. Uh, but um, th- this that just goes to show you the power of the SEC, the fact that it's going to take all three of these conferences just to delay. Because one of the – she goes on to say in the article, uh, Nicole Auerbach, she says um, that the athletic directors in all three leagues have, con- have expressed concerns over the composition of the four-member working group that proposed the 12-team format – and treated it as an inevitability without hearing from any representatives of the three leagues. So because these are all three new commissioners, they felt like we got to figure out some way to be a part of this dance because at, to, to what Brady said, I mean, what, what are we looking at? If, if Oklahoma and Texas are in the SEC, how many of the top 12 teams would be SEC teams? Like seven at or eight. At least half. Yeah. Well, like, at least half of them. Yeah. yeah. But, but now you're effectively – isolating the rest of the field of teams that are not as big of brands and and now you're forcing you're forcing a new conversation to have to take place because once you start talking about because this make no mistake about this is all about the tv money right Right. these are tv deals that they're working towards and so when you talk about putting it all together and and making it make sense that way you know, because ultimately, when you think about who's getting into the college playoff to begin with, that's that's been a huge conversation, and it's all connected to you're looking at how many SEC teams are able to go into the playoffs, even with losses, or maybe even not even you know having having more losses than other teams that may have people felt were qualified to to make it to the play. I can remember when we won the Big Ten and we didn't get invited to the college playoff. Um, there was a lot of stink about that. There was a lot of things raised about how does a team that wins the Big Ten Conference not make it into the college playoff, but a team that didn't win their conference is in the playoff. You know, right. so that you you start to have weird little debates that take place. But if you can start to consolidate those those teams, those major brands. And and you're able to control that, then now you're able to control more of the the television money and the revenue shares and different things like that. So it's going to be interesting because while you can understand how it may play out for the bigger brand teams, what is this going to mean for the rest of these these colleges that are out there? It almost you would almost have to assume that the the smaller schools out there are going to have to now start aligning with one another to create almost the same exact parallel type of leagues to be able to have their own status, their own playoff, their own ranking system, and and be able to leverage it that way if all of this takes place. Yeah, what's going to happen to the Big 12? Like seriously, so the Big Twelve is just out. Like, just sorry, uh, like odd man out. You know, there's not nothing. We can't do anything for you. These three conferences, the the Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC are gonna are gonna pair up or team up together. You've got the SEC who doesn't need anybody, and so the Big Twelve is just listen. I think there's one answer well, to all this. Brady, <laughs> make a couple of calls. Tell Notre Dame to join the Big Twelve. Save that conference. No, no, Save the conference, no, I, Brady. I, I, I don't know what's gonna happen to it, and I don't know that you're gonna see any of the other conferences necessarily. You know break apart or, or join up together to make these super conferences, uh, they've just gone the route of creating alliances so that there is set in stone, or at least on paper, 
the idea of, of how this expanded playoff is going to work out and these three conferences uh, that obviously span the entire country, right? The, the SEC is just a region right now. And I think they're trying to flex their power collectively as those three, as you guys pointed out, with, with three new commissioners and say, huh, you're, you're not going to pull this over our heads. Uh, and so I, I think it's a smart move. I, I think it's a wise move, too, as they move forward toward expansion. I don't think that they want the SEC or even ESPN to be able to have that much control or that much power over the playoff. I mean, mm-hmm. l- let's just look at the model of the NFL, okay? which has continually looked at other ways of driving revenue. And so you've got your broadcast rights, your, your TV broadcast rights, which you've got three different networks on Sundays that are displaying and have paid for the rights to the NFL. Obviously, CBS with the, with the AFC, Fox with the NFC, and then Sunday Night Football for NBC. Then you've got ESPN on Monday Night Football, which is a, you know, a fourth separate deal, ABC, well, cable network, but ABC may start broadcasting that. And that's not even including digital and streaming rights. So if I'm college football, if I'm all three of those conferences we, we discussed and the SEC – I should be thinking more bigger picture, like, do we really want just ESPN being the one who's going to control the college football playoff, especially if it expands to to 12 or however many teams? Or do we want more people bidding for this? Do we want more players involved from a broadcast and cable standpoint and streaming services standpoint? We They probably stand to make more money that way. And I think that's the, one of the other reasons, too, where you got to be careful about getting in bed too much with one particular network because then you really don't have many negotiating rights unless you want to start bringing in other people. God, think about big. the Big East. You had Temple, Rutgers, Miami, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, and 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 at one point Notre Dame was really deep off into the Big East. Think about where the Big yep. East conference is now. I That's what's going to happen to these other conferences. If you want to know what's go- what's about to happen after what you just listened to Brady say, look at what look up and and look at the history of what happened to the Big East Conference. That's I mean, what's about to happen to these no, other ones. I miss the BCS. Uh, let's just bring it back. Uh, all right, it is I just uh, miss the point scoring. Yeah, yeah. it is yeah, uh, outkick, outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, though, we are going to have the scraps. Things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. They're yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.